today. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius, no delicious, no both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry, this is, this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'd like to see it a little bit, maybe more right down the middle. I'm losing my mind just a little. Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman. In the middle. VB. Hour number three of EB in the middle on AM 680 WRKL. We'll get right back to your calls in a second. A couple of quick programming notes. First of all, Lightning, it has been too long, so I am going to actually take a day off on Monday. Yeah? Well, guess what? I won't be here either. (laughs) Okay, but I don't think you can say it's been too long with the same kind of sarcastic smarminess that I'm saying. I can't because I'm a hard worker, BB. (laughs) I work a lot more than you. (laughs) I have a long predetermined day off yeah. on Monday. Uh, I believe it's Brittany coming in on for us on I, Monday. Yes, Brittany's covering for you on Monday, and um, that's that. Done. Yeah, I'll be exactly. back on Tuesday. And you'll be Don't back worry. Tuesday and say, and well, then so we'll start I. to prep for the second debate because that's going to be next mm-hmm. week, uh, pending, of course. But um, So that's one thing. Second thing is. If for any reason you are having trouble getting your favorite VB in the Middle program, I want to remind you, you can get it, and you can get your favorite radio station, WRKO, on your smart speaker or your smart device. All you got to do is say, play WRKO on iHeartRadio, and boom, there you go. You got us. So I got those two things out there. Later in the show, by the way, uh, we're talking food at 2.30 with Scott Whitley and Lightning, you at 2.50 on a Friday like to tell us some things you've learned over the course of the week. You will do that at 2.50 as well. Now, let's talk about Trump's side of the ledger last night, Trump's town hall. And I'll break it down this way quickly, and then we'll talk about it, and we can keep talking about Biden as well. But here's my good, bad, and the ugly on Trump. First, the good. He was in a spot where Guthrie... Savannah Guthrie said to him, look, four years ago in 2016, you said of Merrick Garland that they should wait. They should wait till after the election. How do you justify nominating ACB now when you said that then? It's a tricky spot when they use your own words on you. I thought Trump had the perfect mic drop answer for it, though, when he said this. And you were asked whether President Obama should nominate a Supreme Court Justice Merrick Garland. And you said, I think the Senate should wait until the next president and let the president pick. Now, that was eight months before the election. This is three weeks before the election. I have a lot of respect, by the way. So you you have changed your position on this. I have a lot of respect for Judge Garland. I want to tell you that. But I'll tell you, the the whole ballgame changed when I saw the way they treated Justice Kavanaugh. I have never seen any human being, and I'm not just talking about Supreme Court, I have never seen a human being treated so badly with false accusations and everything else. I have never seen anything like it. And you know what? The truth is, Savannah, like it or not, the ball game changed a lot. There has never been anybody treated so badly as now Justice Kavanaugh. You know how you know that was a good answer? I'll get back to our previous caller, our first-time caller, Joseph. By the way, don't be a stranger, Joseph. And if ever you need something specifically fact-checked, just call VB in the middle. We're here to help. Here's how you know that was a good answer, Joseph. She didn't follow up on that. You know why? Because he mic-dropped it. 
anything you're going to say about what Trump had to say on any other court case, he has the answer now, which is everything changed with Kavanaugh. I don't care. There's no rules now. What you did with Kavanaugh was so gross. Don't talk to me. And everybody understands that. And everybody gets it. And there's no issue there because it was that gross. The way you know it was that gross is they didn't pull any of that with Amy Coney Barrett because they realized they went too far. And that has given Trump that easy out, and he took it last night, which was very smart. Now, this is the bad on Trump last night, and I just don't understand how he gets himself into these circumstances. But it's, it's a, it, it doesn't mean anything in the end. But why he's been tweeting out or retweeting out about maybe it was a body double that was killed within the Bin Laden raid, I don't know what he was thinking, but she brought that up, and his answer wasn't great. Just this week, you retweeted to your 87 million followers a conspiracy theory that Joe Biden orchestrated to have SEAL Team 6, the Navy SEAL 26, killed to cover up the, the fake death of bin Laden. Now, why would you send a lie like that to your followers? It, you retweeted That was a retweet. That was a, an opinion of somebody. And that was a retweet. It was a stupid retweet, first of all. Second of all, lightning. What kind of a defense is that, that it was a retweet? It's almost like, okay, you retweet it because you almost endorsed that or you're in agreement with that or for whatever you, reason, this, you know? There's only you there's it. only really two main reasons why I retweet something. One is to get audio yep, that we're going too. to use on the show <laughs> the next too. day. Me too, yeah. It's not an endorsement or whatever, but there's a soundbite and that's going to be the easiest way to get it. Yeah. The other is... If I am commenting on the retweet, well, that's why I'm retweeting it. I'm either going to tell you yay or nay. This is yes. why I find this interesting. Exactly. I'm never going to just retweet something yeah, and so just be like, ugh. It's not always an this, endorsement. Isn't I should this clarify. weird, yeah. even though I'm not saying, isn't this weird? Like, I retweeted Frank Luntz today, who said that Biden being indoors in his town hall lent itself to being much more comfortable and casual. Trump being outside meant he had to yell, and that set the tone. And I retweeted that and said, that's poppycock. Yeah, re- retweeting is bringing awareness to something. That's pretty much and what it's doing. Generally, when Trump retweets something, it's because he's like, take a look at this. Isn't that awesome? He's not retweeting it to go, wow, this is the craziest, stupidest thing ever. Can you imagine that this is on Twitter? Although I'm not going to say that, I'm just going to retweet it. And so, for what it's worth, I thought that was a very poor moment last night and he didn't have a good answer as to why in the hell he was retweeting that stupid story and why in the hell he's got the guy now that killed bin laden turning on him on twitter because it was just dumb and not helpful in any way i don't get that the ugly for trump wasn't trump it was your favorite moment lightning and i say ugly only because it just came out of nowhere. And, uh, I don't, didn't you feel uncomfortable while you were watching it, Lightning? I sure did. It changed the flow for sure. One more time. Here she is. Good evening, Mr. President. Thank you, Thank you very much. I have to say you have a great smile. Got you. Okay. Thank you. So, he does. You're so handsome when you smile. I love the... the is he not handsome when he doesn't smile? I, like, what is, I, I love the clapping, like, do we just When no one knew here? what to do. Like, what do yeah, we it do? It was such an awkward like, silence yeah. that they're like, I guess this means we're supposed to do this thing, it but I don't know, whatever. awkward, slow clap starting. That was what it was. It's like, let's just make some noise because of how awkward that was. So the ugly isn't even on Trump. It's actually a reverse ugly. He's, he's very... Very good looking when he's apparently. Smiles, apparently, apparently, man, that was weird. 
And you could just see NBC executives sitting in their office, just shaking their head, you know, putting head down, going, oh, God, who found her? Who didn't vet that one? Oh, yeah, they were PO'd <laughs> about that one. But you know what sure. happened? They vetted her. She's a Biden voter. They so they're like, beautiful, that. let's put another Biden voter in to ask Trump a question. And then she, and then that. she started with that. She threw him a curveball. They're probably, they're all freaking out. Like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this a plant? Is this somebody going off script? I mean, what is this woman doing? 617-266-6868. Back to the phones. Joe is in Millis. Joe, you're next here on RKO. Hey, VB. Thanks for taking the call. Hey, Joe. Hi, Lightning. Hey. Listen, that was probably the most, most, uh, Area right there where he he blushed when she said that he had a nice smile. That was probably his most vulnerable right there. Probably true. Yeah, he was. It was and, uh, a rare, like candid, awkward. Like he was caught off guard, and he just gave an feel, instinctive response. Yeah, he made him look real. You know, real human, and then that, I think that was perfect. But I'm in. Listen, I'm in my mid sixties. I didn't need President Trump to tell me how one sided and devious the mainstream media is i i've been following along for quite a while but you say you refer to his moves in politics as the way trump does does things or you know his moves he's clearly working out of a democratic playbook with a democrat with a republican twist and that's what gets them all going they, they don't know how to handle it when there's actually you know, up against somebody that's using their rules, their regulations, and uh, that's that's why they're crazy. Um, I don't know. I think he is. I've always thought about. <laughs> no, I don't, Joe. I mean, I think Trump is. It's that famous line from Scarface where Tony Montana is asked to leave the restaurant, and he does his famous speech about the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. You need people like me so you can point your fingers and act like you're the good guy, but you ain't. I think. Trump is that he is Tony Montana and the Dems are everyone else in that restaurant. And Trump Trump's telling you time and again, as he's walking out, if you think you're any better than me, you're not. And he's showing it to he, over and over. How many again. times has he turned the other cheek BB to try to work with the other side? He, he's run out of cheeks on both ends. So <laughs> I don't know if I want to think about his cheeks right now, but, uh, you know, but I, he's, he's more than tried to work with these people. He's forgiven and forgotten. And only to they have them, Slap him down with another phony in, uh, investigation or a, a, a phony uh, impeachment. I, I mean, he's been more than willing to work. I'll with put that. it this way, Joe. I think what Trump was maybe a little bit naive on is I think he thought there was a swamp. I don't think he had any idea how dirty it was going to be and that by his mere presence, he was going to make it even swampier. I think nobody could have calculated that, and nobody could have realized the depths that it would go to, but that's where we're at now. I mean, again, this, this whole idea that the New York Post story is going to get blocked on Twitter, who, who would have ever thought that five years ago? But, but this is happening now, and it's happening because Trump. I don't think there's any playbook with Trump. Trump just does his thing. And people just hyperventilate about it over and over and over again, whether it's the media, whether it's his opponents, whether it's voters, everybody does. By the way, Lightning, you were telling me during the break that this is a big anniversary for you. Sure. Yeah, it is. I guess I just saw it on Facebook. (laughs) 
They one do year those... ago today, you. Yeah, one year ago today, uh, big day for me. I saw the SpongeBob musical for the first time. So that yeah, was that, a that is big. That was a grand experience. It was a, also I, yeah, it was one good. year ago today was the last time that Trump and Nancy Pelosi spoke. Really? Yeah. So again, Look you can that. talk about playbooks. When has that ever happened in presidential history, where the president and the Speaker of the House don't speak? in person for a year, mm. especially with everything that's going on in the world. And we have a pandemic going on, and they haven't spoken. But that's the anniversary today. I saw that on Fox News earlier, and I thought, ah, that is mildly interesting. 617-266-6868. More ear calls in the dueling town halls. It's VB right here in the middle on WRKO. VB in the middle. WRKO. No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius, no delicious, no both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry, this is, this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes.